1: You'll find us here, moving iron.
0: Hello and welcome to the Moving Iron Podcast number three twenty-three. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. For more information go to axontire.com. Axon has two amazing offers. Two two of them to give to the loyal listeners of the moving iron podcast. One is if you got a uh if you're like anywhere else this winter and it's cold. Yeah. Seems like it's like cold everywhere. You need something to keep the the uh the heat from releasing out of your head and your ears from freezing off. Absolutely. Send an email to marketing at axontire.com. Ooh, and do they, they make those for lambs? I don't know. I don't know if they mm. do or not. But they you can get a free beanie if you do that. Awesome. Right. So you can go hardcore, pull it down just over the eyes and look like you're Ooh, like old uh Fat Albert, mush mouth. Mush mouth there back. you go. Maybe
1: Arr.
0: you could be like in the Cypress Hill video. Yeah. Uh, you know I mean? Taking hits from the bong. You know what I mean? You could be doing that. But nonetheless, if insane you want, in if the you want, membrane. If you, want, if you want one of those, send an email to marketing at with all your details and they will send you that free beanie in the mail. Uh, you can also send me an email at movingironpodcast at movingironpodcast.com and uh, Axon will give you $50 off of your registration for the Moving Iron Summit coming up here in Nashville, Tennessee, September 11th through the 13th. i already had two people sign up.
2: Nice. Yeah. Well, you, you should have about 2,000 because there's no better event and event slash
0: program in used ag equipment whatsoever. I, I would agree with you. I think it's a solid program. And not just because I put it together, but I think it's a solid program.
2: Well, I was going to say that's an unbiased opinion, so you pitched in. There we go. There we go.
0: I think that's a solid one. But anyway, if you're one of the first 150 people to sign up for that, you get a $50 discount and registration fee. So check that out if you want to be a part of that. Send me an email at Moving Iron Podcast at podcast.com, or you can just go to the Moving Iron Podcast website, which is movingironllc.com. Go over to the registration tab and fill out the information there, and we'll get that over to you. Sign a great speaker. Nice going to be a good good thing i get some more information on about that it's aaron finnell everybody no it's a good one and so we've got we've got a, a good guy signed up there and i think it's going to be a very interesting deal working on some breakout sessions and what that might look like and, and doing some more like small group stuff where there's a lot more uh um interaction based around certain topics as we do through the day so i think that's going to be a big a pretty cool it, thing too.
2: It, is it john elway no can it be
0: no are you yeah. sure it's Evel uh, Skirbox. We're going to go. We're going to go. we going to go way back there. So. Plan B. Yeah. Plan, plan D. <laughs> <laughs> Got her. Got her, man. Got I'm her. Interested in doing that? Send me an email. Moving our podcast. Moving Go to the website, sign up, or go send that email to marketing and you and get that free beauty.
2: This podcast is also brought to you by Valley Transportation. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transport, our, tra- our goal is to help you reach yours. And no matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or private party, AgDirect can finance it. You can even apply online at
0: agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and optimal pricing insights. This podcast is also brought to you by Anvil AppWorks, their dealer connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable sales-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work today. All right. So I got my buddy Baron Aaron here with me. It's been a while since we had a chance to do a podcast. We had a lot of stuff going on. Well, we had some chances, but yeah, the things came up. Yeah, it's the holidays. It's the holidays. Yeah. So we thought we'd sit down and kind of do a recap of, of what we saw happen in 22 and kind of what we see gonna what we see happening in 23. So a couple big things kind of come out. So today is the 12th of January of 2023. Um we are going to have a, a conversation about that's going to start evolving quickly, I think, around what we see happen in in, in the grain market. The Indian uh, uh, final ending stock report came out came out today, and it was corn and soybeans were way way under um, what the what the expectation thought was going to be for the market. what The expectation was going to be. Um, started looking at wheat the same way. Started looking at some different things that are out there. So the carryout situation that we're looking at is pretty well. Same song, different verse when you start looking at what's there, which I think is going to start opening up a different conversation than we saw in 22 around equipment, because that is still have high commodity prices and and markets are good right now. We're really seeing some good things move. The difference between this time last year when we saw some movements in the market was, you know, interest rates were 2.9%. Yeah, yeah. now we're looking at some stuff, you know, depending on where you're at anywhere. Between, the good old days. Yeah, 65 to 8%, depending on what it is that you're looking at.
2: 65 terrific, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. And there's some there's some stuff out there that you see that has, I've seen some advertised 65 Oh, yeah. Stuff, but, but looking at that, the situation that we see starting to evolve there, we're coming out of a, I would say, 21, 22 being a, a quote-unquote scarcity market, obviously. I mean, if you had it available, it, it was going to bring top dollar. Um, the the first thing in everybody's advertisement,
2: available now. You can have it today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so you, you see that transaction transition start to take place and all those things take hold there. I think moving into 23, we're starting to see it's nothing like, I mean, by no means is this scarcity thing out, we're out of the scarcity woods yet at all. I mean, there's still no. plenty of things out there. The delays aren't anything like they used to be. Um, they're still there, though. They're still there, though. We're starting in some instances. We're seeing stuff get moved up, even in some some yeah some uh, build dates, stuff like that, are starting to get moved up a little bit. Um, so those kind of things are starting to take hold. Uh, my opinion of twenty three is that I don't think we're going to see a a quote unquote correction. You know, to, to me, when you say correction, that's just a nice way of saying downturn massive collapse in the oh, yeah. market, right All right that's just a, a nice way of saying that or you decided to move the gravel road a quarter mile <laughs> right yeah so I, I think when you look at those things and and you see what's out there to me I I see some of the scarcity premium getting kind of worn off in 23 into 24. I don't think we're going to sell any less machines I think that's going to be a similar a similar situation um because we're going to go into a situation where you're going to have You know, you're gonna have you're gonna have money. You're gonna have money to spend. You know what I mean? And it's gonna be the tax situation that we see that same story, that same song that we see in that basically September through the end of the year timeframe. We're gonna continue to see that.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, that's one thing as as we reflect on 22 year end was not really much to speak about. No, and that's because year end was february 1st right all the way to december 31st so yeah it it just happened all year in fact i had guys be like i hate to do this to you but can we push that to next year like really yeah like oh yeah i bought a lot of shit well and every single input was just bam 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 like quadruple by the time it was all said and done by by the time you need it Right. So, yeah the the year end wasn't much, but we had a we had an entire year of year end. Right. So that was that was super cool.
0: And the reason for that was the stuff that was supposed to show up in February showed up in August. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everything
0: just kept tr- trickling in throughout the year, and you know when things showed up, you, you know you, you did the paperwork on it.
2: I actually I sold a, a gentleman a combine last November. We did the contract today with Ag Direct, <laughs> but yeah, no, not last November. I'm sorry, November of 21. November of 21, you just did
0: the paperwork today. Yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah, <clears throat> that it was a it was a combine that was like I got to the point where I'm like I swear to God it's coming, and when we know something, I'll let you know. And God bless him. He's like, I get it. That'll work. That shows you how, you know. Well, and, and then it was one of those combines that came in October 30th. Yeah. So, well, we're not switching. Yeah. We're just going to finish. Well, then they got delayed and so here we are. But
0: yeah, that was wild. I was like, wow. Yeah. That's a,
2: that's a record.
0: That is, that is crazy. But, that just shows you what the market that we were in oh yeah yeah how that how it started out in 22 with the you told me it was going to be in 30 days ago So <laughs> now it's like i just call me when it's here you know what i mean yeah. that's how it kind of ended up ended up being and that's 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 kind of the key factor i think in, in when we look at what you see happening now is that you know i'm going to put a report out here um with me and Aaron are going to go back through and, and talk about some, some highlights from a tractor zoom report that we got and what that looks like and what they see happening out there and from the auction perspective and from, from the retail perspective and those kind of things. But I think, I think the key takeaway as you, we look into 23 is that there will be machines on lots that you can, that you can go buy. Um, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and say like, they're going to be there for six months for you to kind of stew and stir and this, that, and the other thing. But I'm going to say that there's, there's going to be the opportunity to buy something that that 15 people aren't already in line for. Right. You know, it might only be three or four people in line for it, but everyone's making their decisions, you know, a little bit slower now and not as abrupt as they were. Because, I mean, I think there's some options out there that we're going to start seeing pop up, especially in the combine market. I mean, it's it's the one thing, I think, I swear to God, combines are, they're, they're the second most important thing on, on the farm next to a planter. And but they're the first thing to, to the first thing to pile up and the last thing to leave, man. Really? Yeah. Really. They're kind of like that that relative that you have that comes by your house and they're the first person to get there and then and they're the last person that you want to talk to. And they're the last person to leave. And <laughs> don't you go falling in love with her, Clark. We're taking it with <laughs> us when we leave <laughs> next month. That's what you call <laughs> that's what you call active yield. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, I think when you're looking at those kind of things, the common market, you're starting to see, I, I am not panicked at all about combines right now. I don't, It's not, oh my God, the world's coming to an end. But there are combines now that they're, they're the used marketplace is starting to fill up. Now, the one thing I will say about combines that I'm the most concerned about more than anything else is that the front end of, of the washout cycle, that, that very low hour up to like 250 hour machine, there's a billion of them out there.
2: And boy, are they expensive! They are
0: expensive. And you're looking at what you see happening there. And so, as my, as I look at that, what what concerns me most about that is going from there and trying to trickle your way through, all the way down through the, the you know, the washout cycle and get into that that cash no trade scenario. And when I'm looking at the used marketplace right now, it's going to take a lot of work to fill in those gaps that are down the line because until you get there's still a bunch of 12s and 13s and 14s and stuff like that laying around out there. Um, not so much on dealer lots, but there's a lot of guys that that kind of made the move on some of those things maybe a year or two ago. But now they're sitting at a 2,000-hour machine, 1,500-hour machine, 1,800-hour machine, something like that, 2,500-hour machine. I've seen a lot of valuations come through with 2,500-hour machines.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, so. Probably more than not, especially when you get in those
0: older, you know the glut rigs right for I, sure so when you're looking at those machines those are the those are the guys that are looking to trade into that 750 thousand hour machine type of deal and here there's not just not many of those out there
2: here's what i see the problem is i i don't think i think the washout cycle problem starts at the very damn top oh sure the half a million dollar used combine mm-hmm. where is that buyer How do we get him to spend half a million, not seven for a new one? (laughs) I mean, man, we're it. This it just blows my mind every day. Well, I
0: mean, yeah, we've had that, but that's the same philosophic conversation that we've had about you know, for the longest time, you swear to God, you'd never sell $300,000 combine.
2: Yeah, still wish, still wish that was true.
0: I mean, we used to have. Aaron and I used to have pretty heated arguments about I could I can never sell anything over three hundred thousand. I'm like, what are you talking about? That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard anyone say. And and you know, here we are. But now, I mean, now we're talking about a half a million dollar machine. And I think that's where, in my opinion, as you look at what we see happening, the size of equipment, the price of equipment, and the the buying public and what that looks like. I think we've hit some pretty solid, very um solidified buying segments that that are going to start being more defined in twenty three than we ever saw in twenty two or before that.
2: so question the loyal listeners know yeah. that I'm old school and you're we don't even need people. We have robots. I just I look at the current market, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not so much. but is is all of this and and this will be future couple podcasts this year but is is everything's a half a million dollars what flips on the switch to 20 little ones well, it, I it, think
0: it, so is that. it going to be that or is it just point blank labor i i think my opinion the half a million dollar used equipment stuff that we see out there is going to um it's not going to slow down I, I, I don't think that's going to slow down to the point where we have a equipment problem you got to understand that some of the stuff that we that's out there right now was priced at, at at the high and just like every other bubble that's come through here whether it was the 13 12 13 uh 11 12 13 bubble that we saw where things were really priced up here high and then they you know we came in and, and fell in the difference between now and then is that we don't have oversupply. We don't have the oversupply that we've constantly only always fought in this business. I, I can still, still to this day. You know, I an I, eleven
2: eight R. Yeah, I mean, I got a friend of mine a back twelve home. thirteen combine. Yeah, everybody's just like God. It could be the best damn combine anybody's ever owned, but
0: it's a but it's a twelve. Yeah, and everybody's like, yeah. But if you take a look at, just go back and I mean. A buddy of mine back home i used to sell stuff with and he works he works the john Deere dealership i worked back right you know I want to work back home and it was you know he i think he's 70 years old now or something like that and he you know he 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 goes it doesn't matter he goes every time we've ever had a boom we were telling a bunch of new into a bunch of used. you know like reference back to the 9600 debacles of yeah, so, oh, buddy. Back. you can go back into you, know, you start going down the line about all the stuff that happened you start looking at when um you know big four-wheel drives there for a minute were yeah were, were a problem in in the late 80s early 90s you know um even going into the late 90s early 2000s there were some there were some tractor issues that we saw there you know I mean and in that 11
2: you know 11 twelve arena mm-hmm. four-wheel drives were soft. yeah they were they were they really were it's it's like the decade flip. Yeah, you know, the late of a decade and the early of a decade
0: is tough for four wheel drives. Other than this last one, and the, the weird thing about the four wheel drive deal is the correlation between these two. When four wheel drives are dead, sprayers are awesome. When sprayers are dead, four wheel drives are awesome. Yeah, it's. And I don't know if that's a oh well we got to go rip up the snow till. Yeah, you know I don't know if that's what drives that or what that is, but it's like a five year cycle sprayers are going to run and roundups not working hook up the v plow (laughs) and you'll start seeing this like peak in four-wheel drives and they'll start coming down and right behind them come sprayers and sprayers come down four-wheel drive
2: i wonder if rod weeder sales go up with four-wheel drive (laughs) sales (laughs) that would be interesting that would be interesting that would be some digging into data
0: yeah that would to analyze that'd be for sure but i think as you look at those those time cycle, this is the a, a most unique time frame that we've ever been a part of. And I I'm a firm believer that what we saw in 21, 22, and 23, what we will see in 23 as far as production goes. I think that tell into 23 is going to be significantly higher than we've than we've seen in the past. But you know what's higher? The production amount of production that comes out by the end of 23. Oh, okay. So we, Units, numbers, yeah, units, units, and machines. So new deliveries, what that looks like now—that final quarter of everyone's, every manufacturer's. Oh manufacturer. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think as you're looking at that, I think where the key factor this plays into more than anything, right, is that there's always going to be this hole. There's always going to be a hole there that, of stuff that's not readily available. Now, what that does to to the to the used buying public, and how how does that influence the way? They, uh, they, they purchase equipment and the way they look at equipment. To me, who knows that what that looks like? But in my, my, my guess here, my best guess is really it's going to come down to, um, what's it look like to? Where's the upgrade thing? What's that look like? Right? Where it is? What is available? Is it really what I want? Is yeah. it? Am I willing to take? I want to. I usually take my thirty five hundred hour tractor and trade down to a seven hundred fifty yeah. hour tractor, a thousand hour tractor, something like that. Am I willing to trade this back to a 2,000-hour tractor and hope that this 750-hour tractor comes up that I want? Am I willing to do that? Or am I just going to say, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and run it one more season and see what happens. Yeah, I. It, if I was
2: to gauge the last month and a half on how that plays out, in 22, it was... Yeah, I'll take the 2,000. Yes, yes. So put, put 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 my name on it. This year's run it. And the reason I think that is is because I think I think all of ag took a breath in December. I think so too, big time. The the producers, the the seed for cam guys, the machinery guys, the grain guys, everybody was just finally like Judas Priest. Yeah, yeah. And I we're we're still kind of riding that. Like no joke. On the first, the phone's ringing. I yeah. mean, guys are guys are buying. It's not like that stopped, but the just constant barrage of now, 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 now has subsided. Yep, yeah. and and
0: it's pulling that out of the market. And I also to, think too, to two a sense to a sense. But I also think a couple things. One is if two years from now. We're still sitting at, at at a fed rate of of four four and a half percent something like that and we've got six and a half to seven or eight percent interest rates that we see right now. We'll sell more equipment than we sell right now because people are used to that right. Right, right, now, right, right now it's right now they're puke like, "You want me trade my two and a half percent interest rate in on a six and a half or seven or eight percent?" You yeah. oh, no. and that's and that's what you there's some of that conversation going on, but it's just the, the sticker shock that you see right now is there again, kind of back to your point, where who's that five hundred thousand dollar buyer? Two years from now, it's just going to be is what it is. That's that's what we're doing. And I think I I I'm going to
2: argue that to a point because there is still a hell of a lot of friction at 295 versus 300 a lot of friction but
0: uh, now you're talking five that that goes back to what you're what you're describing right there is you're going back in that you're you're the solidification and the concreting of those binders what that is you've got Guys that are going to buy that one or two year old piece of equipment, and this is what they're going to pay for it. You got guys that are going to buy that three to five year piece of equipment. This is what they're going to pay for it. So on and so forth. Well, uh, yeah, that. And this is because this is where they can
2: with that that two ninety five to three gap is. That's
0: a big section of the market, man. Well,
2: that's, that's a
0: huge portion.
2: I was just going to say that's nineteen twenty in in models, right? You know, so that's not
0: twenty one. Twenty-two, but that that two hundred and fifty to three hundred and fifty thousand dollar, whatever it is, combine tractor, whatever it is that you are looking at, that is a huge section of the of the farming. Oh pool, yeah, Of what they yeah they're buying.
2: But pool. but here is my point, Casey. Damn man, five is a lot more than three fifty. I don't. I am not going to argue that with you. That That's, that's, that's my whole line of machinery. The the gap is my entire <laughs> line of machinery. So
0: well, I mean, but. I think I think the the bigger picture here is is what does it look like for each individual individual producer and what I mean some well, of these guys that are buying two hundred fifty thousand to three hundred fifty thousand dollar machines I'm not saying that who knows what their what their their farming plan is for the next five years yeah. that might be this guy's like yeah I just, I just, you know, this is the last machine I'm going to buy I'm going to go out five more years we're we're that's getting to be a scary thing, too, right? Well, on the flip side, the guy that's buying the, the five hundred thousand, you know, the four fifty to, I say, the four hundred to five hundred thousand dollars something, they might not be buying new because it is what it is, or whatever else, you know, the whole like, let somebody else take the depreciation right. thing, da, 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 da. But they're also, you know, i'm Mike Mike's kids are coming back into the thing, right? Yeah, you know, we got that. So, and we picked up more ground. So now I'm, I'm going to go out. I can go out and get this machine. I still, I mean, I'm not, maybe I'm not quite ready to get the new one yet, but this one's just as good. You know, so I mean, there's, still I actually, there's that play
2: into that. I, I had two different scenarios like that. That this post harvest season, both Midwest guys and both of the older guys called on the combine. Mm-hmm. Everything else was done with the kid. Both kids were seniors at ag schools and they they made the final decision. Yeah. It was like, damn. Yeah. So, welcome home.
0: Here's your 780. Right. So I think uh there's so many factors that are playing in into that. And I think the size of the farm is gonna are gonna grow because one is that. If you're genera- generationally, if you got people coming back into the operation, you've got to continue to grow your operation, right? Oh, you know, yeah. That's just a given, right? That's I think over the next, you know, we've, this, this is, we, you hear this every time, anytime you watch any ag based programming, listen to an ag based uh, podcast or radio show or whatever it is you're doing, the number of, of the age of the American farmer and the amount of retirement sales and da 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 I mean, machine Pete, God love him. He's made, he's made a living off of, off of farm retirement sales. You know what I mean? And I think that's we're gonna see more of that ramp up now because there's there's just a lot of there's a lot of operations out there that don't have someone coming back. Oh substantial. And so the amount of of opportunity to grow in any anywhere.
2: And and it doesn't necessarily mean that the current big is gonna swallow that. Sure. sure. I've I've seen numerous times where the B customer, you know, triples. Yeah. Well, and here's because, thing too, you know, it's it's a family thing. And sweet. oh, yeah, my dad and him, and blah, blah, blah. And the amount of money I want you to have it and I'll ease you into it. Bam. Well, I think
0: that that's 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 the traditional example that you're talking about. But I think I think the more trend lined example that we see happen is the amount of money that's coming back. Into ag now. Yeah. Outside investments and those kind of things. The amount of money that we see being poured into agriculture just in general, whether it's ag research, robotics, whatever whatever it is, but just the amount of people that are looking at, hey, you know, we can get by this ground and partner up with this farmer over here, and he can farm it for us or ranch it for us or whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. And we can we can now do all that stuff and we can go grow purple corn or whatever the hell we want to grow. And and we can do some crazy whatever. But I think that is um, there's going to be opportunities for access to capital that I don't think we've seen in the past because it's, it's not traditional farming. Farming is not traditional, like following the traditional path, right? That that you grew up in, and that you like your dad grew up in those kind of things. I didn't grow up in it, so I don't know. I don't. I'm just saying, like outside looking in, the traditional ways still there. You know, the traditional farm getting passed down from generation to generation, to generation, generation doing those kind of things. But I also think that the right person that has the right skill set can go sit down and talk to an investor that's got he's got or she's got you know five hundred thousand acres, fifteen hundred acres, Mm -hmm. three thousand acres, something like that. And the investor's like, you know what, let's go make let's go get these ten thousand acres over here and turn it. Those guys are gonna rule it. Yeah. And I think that's just I mean, you're seeing that. You're starting to see that kind of pop its pop its way into the good old boy method is a thing of the past. I don't think it's a thing of the past. I just think it's, there's just a, there's another level of entry. That makes sense. Yeah. It's just like back to
2: the succession thing. Yeah. There is a hell of a lot less of, I'm going to ease you into this. I want you to have it. Holy shit. That's worth $15,000 an acre. You betcha. And you'll
0: buy, you'll buy all 10,000 of them. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying though. Like, yeah, yeah, get, and buy exactly. All sort of thousand acres of
2: them. Yeah. Be either that, and holy shit, that turned quick. Yeah, or hmm, dollars talk.
0: Yeah, I win. Yeah, I, think, so I there, think there, there are money. There's a lot it, of money coming in. I think that's going to change the pl- the way we look at how we do our business, right? And obviously, I mean, technology is going to drive that too. You know, there it is. And that's just that's just the way the future, bro hmm
2: some somebody's future <laughs> it'll be look
0: for the plume of smoke that'll be me you will be the guy in the uh in, in the uh fourth of july parade driving the uh 8r 370 that's still you still have to drive it yourself you know what i mean no shit <laughs> and people are gonna be scared to death
2: how's he controlling that yeah that's <laughs> not safe to be driving <laughs> nobody's done that for years <laughs> oh my god man
0: i remember it, uh, that'd be death, uh, yeah i was doing the sprayer today and they still charge you for phone markers i still well they
2: probably do charge you because they gotta find them <laughs> i was going it made me laugh i stopped and i was
0: like i still have to pay for a phone marker <laughs> that's just not standard you didn't now. order it though oh no oh i was like Dude, Wow. I was like, I figured that'd be standard option by now. Not just, yeah, we got this phone marker. It used to be. Yeah. Now it's a charge. Now they're like, crap, we got to find one of these now. Who's, what was the supplier's name that used to make those phone markers for us? Some guy wants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it must be three point. No, it's (laughs) an R. (laughs) Uh, But they had, you know, I think kind of circling back to the $500,000 use piece. Hey, real quick, real quick.
2: I'm going to finish the foam thing. Okay. Back in the uh the early days of GPS, mm-hmm. we used to recommend guys, if you're going to grab a sandwich or something, drop a pile of foam right there cuz those satellites move and it'll change your correction. So there you go. Satellites and foam, happy marriage. There you go. I haven't heard that for 20 <laughs> years, but it was a thing once upon a time.
0: Oh, yeah, so I uh, circle back to the five hundred thousand dollars piece of equipment. I think the way we the way we look at traditionally, the way we look at stuff right now, um, yeah, it's scary. I think as you look into the future and you start looking at how operations are changing and operations are growing, I don't think it's going to be that far fetched. Now, when you get down to the fully autonomous stuff, you start looking at smaller machines and those kind of things and how they play into that. That's a whole other conversation, but I think in, in the interim, you know, in the next five or six years, that's going to be what it is, man. Mm. It's not going to change. I mean, I think that's going to be, but again. I think you're a bad person <laughs> I remember, for even suggesting remember, such a thing. I remember when I sold, sold $150,000 used combine and it felt bad. The guys were like, I mean, I can't believe you're charging me 150 grand. It's used combine. Yeah. What's a new one cost? I don't know, T25. You got to be kidding me, man. But the same conversation was had when I can't believe you're selling me a $50,000 used combine. I can't believe you're selling me a, you know, a $25,000 used combine. You know what I mean? All this stuff. I mean, all these different, remember my grandpa's first combine was five grand. You know what I mean? Like that's, well, that you know, just that for
2: inflation and boom. First new tractor I ever sold was a Magnum 230. And it was like 103, 105. And I was just sick. Driving out to the guy's yard, I'm just like, ugh, he's going to lose his shit. Yep, that'll work. And I'm like, oh, cool. Wow. So everything.
0: Wow, $105,000. Man. I think you just adjust and and, and transport time. So, I mean. Now you can buy
2: the weights and tires. Yeah.
0: Nonetheless, it's still expensive. and yep. And farming is not getting any. But
2: we're also economics of scale, you know. Exactly that's a driver
0: that's a driver too and i think some of this some of this shoring up of the lack of equipment in my opinion lack of equipment that we've seen this whole of stuff where not not a lot of it's going to be there is these upgrade kits are going to start filling that gap and i think it's going to be a bigger turning point than i think what most people want to want to think about and and admit because to me yeah, I mean, you can have the argument all day long that you spent X when you bought it, and you're going to pour X back into it, and those two combined are going to be, you know, Y, and you can buy the new one for just a shade less than all that that, that total investment. It's also cash outlay. What's that look like? And those kind of things are going to start playing into that. So, I think the upgrade kit thing is going to be. I think the upgrade kit. This is my. This is my big big shocking moment here i think the upgrade kit is going to be overly um it's going to overly level out the playing field no access to capital or access to technology the guys who
2: buy new like that word but i'm saying if if the company it's going to come it's going to come from the factory sure if the company continues to build whole new machine and that is their focus more than the upgrade side of it. You'll still, the flock will still go that way. Upgrades will increase, but you're for the human element is incredibly powerful. I, I agree with what you're saying. I think what you're saying is right. They like, they like that new showing up on the truck. They like sure. driving yeah. that new home. They like dragging the new home. It's new. They'll they'll
0: like that new and new stuff and those kind of things until it doesn't matter if I it, bought a new no. Bale spear. <laughs> it won't in my opinion, it won't matter. That new thing I, will go away once I, you're not driving it. I I disagree a little bit. Because when I can I can make mine new oh if you're not driving it, yeah. I well. can make my new or I can get a new one. Yeah. I'm gonna go
2: back to horses when we stop driving them, so oh. They could be uh, if anybody's got Belgians give me a jingle <laughs> the English do <laughs> horses not waffles <laughs> but
0: I'll take waffles too either way so I think to me I think it's just it's changes so fast and so quick man it is that w- it's going to be hard to stay ahead of everything that's coming right
2: once now. upon a time they put a c in a cab and people lost their mind about I bet not. I bet that was like, hell yeah. Well, even auto steer, auto steer itself, other than price, other than price, never had any, never had a coarse word about it in the early days.
0: I can't remember. It was
2: when it was 50 and then 30 and then 20 and then, oh, really? Okay.
0: I don't remember where this guy was at, but I'm pretty sure it was a Massey dealer. Pretty sure he was a Massey dealer. It wasn't my house, right? No, but I was at a dealership anyway. I don't. I was. I might have been when I was back working for traveling around with Southwest Association back in the day. But I'm pretty sure it was in Missouri someplace. Anyway, this guy was a Massey dealer, and he was talking. He was like, we we're talking that somehow we kind of got on the the you know the auto tracks a fad thing, right? And and he was like, you know, I say that, but you know what, air conditioning used to be a fad too. He goes, because there was a, he goes, a massive come out and you could get it with or without. And there was a, you could easily put it in the cab, but it, you know, obviously it costs significantly more to put it in after the fact. 11.35, baby. And it was, he's, the guy said, you, you'd be amazed how many guys told me that hey, I've been farming my whole life without air conditioning. I don't need it now. And the first, it was never a thought till it was an option, right? Yep. And now that it's an option, it's in the back of their head the whole time they're in that cab just sweating their ass off. Going like, man, if I had air conditioning, I'd be all right. <laughs> yeah. Because it would be, he said, 75% of the people that told me they didn't want air conditioning in the cab before the next season came around, came in and asked if they could get air conditioned and put it back in their cab. I know of three
2: instances where a tractor, like a, a 20 series, showed up with a valve, it got taken off.
0: Oh, yeah. Do yeah, you remember that? I remember when we when when I first started evaluating equipment. That was the thing. It's like, it's it got a valve on it. And because I mean, like the valve was like, for Like 4,000 bucks or $4, five,
2: five. Yeah. yeah about five, five, installed. five installed.
0: Yeah. Five installed. And they're like, man, I just, you gotta just take that off.
2: <laughs> like, oh, it's, we'll keep the valve then. Yeah. Well, your price dropped 15 grand yeah. <laughs> for that
0: $5,000 like, valve. The thing about the valve was it was just kind of like, oh, you know, uh, you know. but there again, those same people that said they didn't want the valve came back in and got the
2: they valve. They did. Yeah. They did. I know two of the three. Bought the valve that was taken off their tractor,
0: yeah, that's two years and I, later, and you know you know what it came back to? You know why that is It was never a thought when it wasn't an option. But the minute that it was an option in the back of your head, you're like, man, it'd be have a lot easier to do this more often than not. Next.
2: You're probably right in these instances the the two that bought their own valve back fiddle spring tight,
0: well, yeah, I mean,
2: I, that's all boiled down to, oh, well. <laughs> In the book, it says that's five grand. So take it off. Well, I can't give you five grand if I take it off. I can give you like
0: thirty eight hundred. Well, take it off. They come back in and spend five grand. Yeah. Yeah. But I think to me, I mean it's just I I think a lot of this stuff, a lot of technology wise things, it's out of sight, out of mind until it's an option. And then when it's an option, the idea of powerful Ben. Yes. Nobody ever in their life. Nobody. I, a go. lot of guys folded
2: the bin on on that ninety seven seventy. What that was the best combine ever made. Everybody climb up the ladder and fold their bin in.
0: Be like, hey Johnny, before you leave the field, make sure you fold down the bins because you got to go under. You know, yeah, you go yeah. Adam Street Bridge. Now know?
2: it's like, well, if you're not in the Mountain Time Zone, you got to have powerful,
0: but. Johnny's why like, does it keep the humidity out well, way, i don't know now johnny's driving down the road he's like oh i forgot about adam street bridge let me go and hit this button real quick. yeah you know and then it folds down and then it comes you know whatever you know why
2: johnny forgot to fold the bin in because he's on his damn phone he's probably making a tiktok or a <laughs> youtube or probably. something yeah. snapchatting yeah hey watch this
0: yeah and I, I, so johnny needs to find a different job <laughs> right so i guess My, uh, my predictions, my, my overall thing what I see for 23 is that a lot of the stuff that we see right now that we're like, Oh my God, I can't believe this by the end of 23, it'll be like, Oh, it's just the way we do business now. I, I,
2: part of me thinks like global apocalypse and all of a sudden, you know, the, shift modules and your thumb shifters and all that, and your IVTs doesn't work and everybody comes back to the sound guard. Oh, yeah. You know, like a zombie apocalypse deal. Yeah. But odds are you're probably exactly right. I think in general, I don't know personally if it's going to be one year is not a, a long time to digest Relatively a hundred thousand dollar to seventy five thousand dollar jump, you know what I
0: mean? Oh, we well, take a look away? Look what you just said, and look over the last 18 months how much stuff has jumped.
2: That I know, but, but that's that's
0: what I'm saying. I
2: be because of the exhale, I think that I'm giving that maybe too much power, but I think it was a hell of a lot. Well, first quarter business year is going to be because. That that 12 rolling up the hill or down the hill, down the hill, down the hill. That was a damn wall, dude. That was like a two-month, bam, 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 bam. And things changed. So, I think this time, you're, what you're saying is, I feel, is powered by numbness to it. A little numb to it, you know, like, eh, it's like you said, it's just what just how we do business now, right, all combines are five hundred. I think you're gonna get now if that ending stocks sets ablaze to everything
0: I did 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 a good job today,
2: but I mean like for the year, okay, say we get say things get crazy. On top of crazy, all bets are off. But if there's any kind of normal for this year, I think it's slightly <clears throat> softer, slightly less flaccid. I I I do. <laughs> I, I mean, you. And here's why. I take a lot of calls, right? Mm-hmm. Call volume in the last six months has plummeted because, well, it's not available. Nope, can't get it. So you're going to have, you have all your buyers who just know they can't get it, can't find it, it doesn't exist, blah, blah, blah. So you got, I think, maybe a quarter, you know, your your three-month, four-month window to snap out of that after there's some supply there's going to have to be a constant visual supply yeah to trigger them psychologically to whoa whoa, whoa, whoa." i don't have to give ask you got four of those right like then we start normal i feel like there's there's enough catch-up in production, albeit limited, in certain segments, that the, the catch-up in production fixes part of our use supply, if I was to guess, I'd say 30 40%. Nowhere near, you know, what are we going to do with it? But that, it all just stacks up to it, it could be. That's just how we do business, and it could be a real quick pullback. Because when the pullback happens
0: from the producers, it's quick. It, it is, but the difference is between very quick. What we're going into now, even if they do pull back,
1: but but here's the associated.
2: thing: there's no marketplace. I mean, there's no. I I know But there's yeah. There's no right. right. I get that. But what I'm saying is, I think those numbers are going to have an impact.
0: I oh, really sure do. They will. I mean, absolutely. If you have, I, I think it's going to be more of an impact than more of that's just how we do business. If you have, if there's only five combines in North America, but nobody wants to buy those five combines, right? You sell so it Tuesday. See, so you, you have an oversupply of combines. Oh, hell, that was right. just yesterday. Well, so, I mean you're gonna prices are gonna adjust until you find that place where people want to buy. I like I said earlier, I think we're gonna see a, a slide of that of that scarcity premium across twenty-three and twenty-four, and that could be 15 percent. Who knows what that is? But now you're talking about ten or fifteen percent on five hundred thousand bucks. I mean, that's hundred thousand dollars.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, that's fifty thousand bucks, but I mean the the biggest five thousand, you know.
2: I will I will say this, and this is doesn't have a damn thing to do with machinery or farming. So it kind of makes me sick. Everything in 23, whether it's good, bad, it won't be bad. There's no damn way it'll be bad. Whether it's decline continues, or let's look at it this way October 15th to January 15th, maybe level. Ending stocks could make it shoot up and I'm not talking about the markets, I'm just talking about the business, machinery demand, selling. That could make it shoot up pretty steep. It could make a slow climb. It could be a... Okay, so how insane is fertilizer going to be this year? How insane is it going to be for every little thing I got to buy? Now, Last year, a lot of global impact on that. This year, hopefully not as much. But it's not like we have global peace either. Especially in the regions that affect all that. Mm-hmm. But by the time you weigh all of that, I think that is why... They're, I mean, I, I'm i not going to risk my job on it, but I'd bet some cash that... 23 softer.
0: I Okay, it's, just, it's it goes back to scarcity premium I've been talking about. mean, that's was that was. But that, I I it?
2: I don't just mean that. I mean, like we we as used people eat
0: eat a few more rollades. Mm, I, I don't I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be as bad as what. But there again. Like I said earlier, if you only have five, if you've only got five combines, and nobody wants to buy those five combines, you have an oversupply of combines. Asses
2: for seats. Right okay. now, if you and don't- every single Saturday, every time Sullivan, Big Iron, anybody <laughs> sends out an email, there's an one less ass for a seat. At the same time, another machine hits the market. Every single time that happens, that happens. Now, God bless it. Very rarely is it a competitive machine. It's a gorgeous 70. It's a 16, 680. You know, it's not not a machine that is our, this is what we have to move, you know, focus. But that's, you ever think of that? That's exactly how that works. One less driver, one less buyer, one more machine.
0: I understand that, though. But if you, have, if you lose a buyer for a combine someplace, that ground still getting combined by somebody.
2: I understand that. But then you run into acres per machine, which is, I get it. I get your angle. That that might be oh, that sure. that might be where the 500 guy comes from, Casey. Right. I mean maybe that, that's what it is. We buy two new ones. I don't want to buy three.
0: Right. Well, I think I guess and I I think two things. One is we're going to see what today's what what we see after today. If you pick up a 1000 acres, you don't have to get another combine. You don't know. But I'm just saying, like it depends on where you're at. But I mean, more than likely, if you pick
2: up, if you're doing five thousand now and you got two six eighties and it's, it's everything, all, it's all yeah. relative,
0: right? If you go from a thousand, you pick up another thousand, you double your operate. Yes. Well, okay. If you go from a thousand, if you have five, now I need now, two ninety five hundred If you have five thousand acres now and and you go to six thousand or fifty five hundred acres, something like that, more than likely you don't need a, a you don't need to add anything to your fleet. Yeah, right? you know what I mean. You mean is that's it gonna, true? It's going to put a more a little more strain on your logistics, probably. Is it going to be a little tougher to get to field? You know, the new field you have over here. Maybe. Well, but and I mean, and but that's a logistics thing.
2: We're not we don't sell trucks and trailers and all that. We 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 live in an area where there is a certain region that is gigantic block of acres cash flow, okay? That block of acres changes hands frequently mm-hmm. because of logistics. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because the guys who can digest it are 50 miles away and it it's just point blank an issue. Right. But everybody who's done that has successfully done it Without adding a single piece of machinery of farm equipment, yep. they've they've added trucks. They've added a grain a grain cart. Worst sure. case scenario, sure. But I mean, that's that's it. Yeah. And typically in our region, the guys that are doing that are what is that? Say five, and they're either they're probably in the five to ten or the twenty guy. So
0: and. I mean, it's just yep. Here we are. So yeah, so I think a lot of things are going to change in twenty. Long story, just to your point. Sorry. So I think twenty three is going to be that easily.
2: I have to talk about farming at
0: some point. Very definable in in the way we look at things moving forward because I don't think it's going to be the same. I think it's going to be the way things change in twenty three are kind of going to be the precursor to what we see happening down the road and how things change in the way we do business not going to be like it used to be long story short all right good place to stop Aaron.
2: so if anybody is hiring and has a time machine make you find one of those hot tub time machines oh yeah there you go. do you have any hey let's go to town and get some chernobyl <laughs> all right i need a six pack of chernobyl and a uh Spray bottle of sexed panther. What is that called? Sex panther. Sex Panther, yeah. 60% of the time. Works every it time. It works every time. All right.
0: Folks want to reach out to you and get more information about what we got going on over at Aaron Fiddles Place. What's the best?
2: <laughs> at Aaron Fiddles Place. Well, we do I've got some deals lately. Do you? Combines. Well, choppers. Let them rip. Uh pretty much any combine. Oh, oh, let her rip. How about a X nine one thousand? Okay, with every option known to man, little sucker. Okay, um, yeah, <laughs> it's a little one. We we used it on pivot corners. <laughs> get the get that little thing out of the way. Um, every option known to man, tracks, four wheel drive, everything. Been through the shop, fully inspected, ready to rock and roll. And I even got a deal. For that mythical six point five interest, oh look at that on that combine, and <laughs> we just spent half hour on a podcast talking about five hundred thousand dollar machinery and how gross that is. This combine is a smoking damn deal <laughs> at six fifty. So there you go. See, you won't find another one that cheap. And if it is, it hasn't been through the shop. You got the heads. You got a head with it. Um uh, I've got a few shovels and some knives. Yeah. No, um, yes, we do have a uh 16 row corn head for it. There you go. Okay. No flex draper, but we do have or no. Yeah, I I take it back. Draper, no head. HD 45F. Yeah, I think that's right. Is that how they say? It? Yeah. Is that Right. For sure. That's right. I'm still at 635 FD. So <laughs> like what a nine thirty-six and a six thirty-five F? Like that's two headers. But uh no, beautiful combine, all the stuff, and a mere six fifty. Oh, six hundred 6.5 percent interest. Think that. Go sits in your on. shed six and a half months of the year. Bam. There you go. Yep. So if, how do I get hold of you? Shoot me a text. 308-760-1193. You can email me at Aaron.fintel at movingironllc.com. I am on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and I don't know what else. I say Snapchat because that's LinkedIn. Oh, LinkedIn. Yes, LinkedIn. Yeah. All by my name. And Snapchat's a big thing in the ag man. It is it is really yeah, uh, really a big deal. I'm like I just I don't that that 30 seconds to grab it and record unless I'm <clears throat> driving down the road or something. I don't have, I don't have time. Right. But it's awesome. Yeah. It is a uh, especially harvest planning, everything. Yeah. Cabin, feeding and moving snow, all of it. I tried to Snapchat once and I don't get it. You're I don't get it. You're not a, you don't, you don't
0: have feelings and stuff. So but it might be, it might be it's, right. it's a human element, buddy. It's okay. All right. On. Okay. I'm uh Casey Seymour. You can find me at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at movie nine LLC. Uh, you can go to LinkedIn at Moving Iron podcast. Check the video version of this out on the YouTube channel, which is the Moving Iron podcast YouTube channel. And you can also uh, hit me up on over on the website, movie nine I'll give you all the information for the Moving Iron Summit coming up here in Nashville, Tennessee, September 11th through the 13th of 23. So check that out. So if you want more information about that, you can send me an email, Moving Iron Podcast at movingironpodcast dot com, and, and uh, start working through that. Starting to get everything posted for that, so that'll be updated here um, over the next couple of uh, couple of weeks. Here where I have a more robust site and those kind of things for you to look at there. Um, if you're a dealer. And you want to check out some stuff when it comes to helping out your parts and service departments. I've got a guy by the name of Wayne Brozick. And Wayne is a, a friend of mine, and we work together. And he's one of the few consultants you're going to find out there that actually worked in the business and understands what it means to do it every day. So Top notch. If you want to check out Wayne and get some, get some help in your parts and service department when it comes to training or just processes and how those things work, go over to wbglobal.com wbglobal.com and check that out. And we will, will get you guys squared away for sure. So check that out. so And be one of the first 150 people to get that $50 discount on your registration fee from the great folks over at Axon. So with that, I'm Casey Seymour with Aaron Finnell. with smart folks. Out. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment.